on today's Into Your Head podcast number 629 for Wednesday, off-road jaywalking, how to improve your alertness as a police officer, tear-related hygiene issues, borrowing a name, responsibilities of bear owners, the practicalities of life in a children's storybook, Shakespeare-influenced podcasting and lots more. or not to begin that is the question whether it is nobler in the mind to sit here spouting crap uh, spouting crap that came out of allegedly Shakespeare's quill 700 years ago uh, or instead to do a two cats walk into a bar story on autopilot uh, or else to come up with something new something new something old something borrowed something blue uh, can they not all be the one thing apparently not uh, what about something stolen and I guess see have we anything stolen here I don't think so I don't tend to steal things myself I'm not a I'm neither a petty thief nor a criminal of Andy kind I obey the laws of the land uh, unlike the bear that you're going to be hearing about later although now it's not as simple as that as you'll find out later in the show uh, but no no let's not be getting ahead of her let's not be getting the run of ourselves ahead ahead of the bar thing with the you can't be there unless the frigging time folds in on itself you can't get ahead of yourself in time and Anyway, you can, I suppose you can get ahead of yourself on the road if there's a 90 degree bend. Well, that's considered cheating or jaywalking or so. Oh, no, it's not jaywalking. If there's a bend in the road and you're going along the footpath and you take a shortcut through the field and it's a public... <laughs> Public fields, that's not jaywalking, is it? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, we don't worry too much about jaywalking over here anyway. You can, you pretty much get away with it. You walk, oh, you can be walking across the road uh, half half a metre away from a traffic light and a cop can be go coming down the road the other way and you'll say, just say hello. He'll say, hello, how are you? And you'll say, I'm fine, thank you, how are you? And he'll say, I think I'm okay, although it doesn't matter, I'm here here to serve you as a police officer it doesn't matter how I am uh, don't you worry about that if there's anything affecting my health that's not uh, that's too so serious that it'll affect how well I serve you I'm sure I'll be uh, told to go home on sick leave so don't worry about how, how I am let's worry about how you are uh, do you need an ambulance or anything because uh, uh, if you do I can call them up here in my walkie talkie you say no thanks I'm just crossing the road here uh, why would I need an well thank you for asking first of all I can't imagine why I would need an ambulance and the beast man says I don't know I'm just being on on my guard because I'm on duty here I'm supposed to watch out for problems or troubles that's what they told me in the training college anyway they said always be on your guard when you're on duty uh, watch the world around you pay attention to everything absolutely everything look up into the skies and see is there anything illegal up there Although don't go beyond uh, 2,000 feet because there's jurisdictional problems there. Uh, that's more of an Interpol thing. Uh, if you spot anything up there, we'll have to have meetings, uh, video meetings with the heads of several states. And you know how complicated that gets because you've seen it in movies whenever there's an asteroid coming at Earth. Oh, they, they have to get up. They have to get up on some uh, big thing where they have a meeting and all the heads of state come up on screens and they say, uh, what is 
this crop you've called us together for? Usually the American president will say something like, uh, gentlemen and ladies uh, and transsexuals or wherever the hell you are, uh, I'm sorry to bother you, but there's an asteroid heading towards Earth. There's an asteroid heading towards Earth, and unless we do something pretty drastic, uh, we're all going to die. Every single, not us, obviously, we're going to go down into a dungeon, but I thought we might have a word with you about saving the ordinary decent people, as many of them as possible. We need to take action now. Now, now, now. Uh, unfortunately, we can't, because I haven't asked you. I still have to consult with you people on as to what action we're going to take. So that's preventing me from doing it right now. Uh, so uh, any suggestions? And someone uh, someone with a hat from some uh, half-wearing country will usually pipe up then and say, uh, this is nonsense. Uh, is this some sort of science thing you're on about here? Uh, you know how we feel about science. And then the president will say, uh, indeed I do, but look up there. And they'll all look up through the, through the dome in the middle of the meeting place. Uh, except they're all on screen as they're coming from. I forgot it was a teleconference. Well, some of them will be there in the building, presumably. Or he'll point the camera up for them and they'll see the asteroid coming down out of the skies. And they'll say, gentlemen, at uh, this point I was going to propose that we uh, have that we have a short tea break and get to know each other a bit better. Uh, but we seem to be running out of time here. <laughs> That's what happens there anyway. Uh, where the fuck was I <laughs> before I got onto asteroids hitting the Earth? I'm sure there was something. Uh, was there something about communicate? Was going on about living in a Doctor Seuss world or something? Or was that a separate thing? No, that's later. Uh, I can't remember. This was just... Oh, yes, this was the prelude to today's show. No idea what it's... I might go back and listen and add a bit more in here, or I might not. Uh, suffice to say, here we go. You're listening to Into Your Head, hosted by Neil. Absolutely fantastic. Once upon a time, there was a bear. Uh, that bear uh, went by the name of... Uh, Aloysius, except Aloysius wasn't his name, uh, but they don't, uh, names don't belong to anybody in this world. They're not a piece, if you find a name somewhere, it's not a piece of property. It's only on loan to you from the universe for uh, maybe 80 or 90 years or so, and then it's taken back, and someone else can have the same name out at the same time. Uh, it's not like an old-fashioned book library where uh, if someone takes the book out, uh, nobody else can take it out until you throw her back. Oh no, uh, more than one person can borrow that name. Uh, during any one lifetime, uh, so don't get all, uh, don't get all uh, up on your high horse about your name being special. It's not. It's just a word. Anyone else can use it. In fact, they could use that word for a purpose other than their name, as Jesus learned uh, to his detriment over the last couple of thousand of years. Uh, but oh no, anyway, this bear, uh, Aloysius, uh, he was walking along the street one day, walking along the street, minding his own business. Uh, unfortunately, his business was murder. Uh, his business was to go around murdering people and eating them just for fun, uh, partially. 
uh, partially for nutrition, uh, but no, mostly for fun. It's very fun. I, I'd imagine, uh, not that I'm in favour of her or anything, but I would imagine that killing people can be fun if you really get into it. Uh, but I don't condone it. Anyone listening to this podcast who's thinking of taking up killing people as either a pastime uh, or a professional pursuit uh, to bring, uh, to be the breadwinner, uh, don't do it. I'm uh, strongly against it. I go so far as to say uh, it should be illegal. In fact, where my jurisdiction is, it's illegal to kill people over here. You're not allowed to go out just out into the street, bear or no bear. Uh, well, I suppose now that you mentioned this, there's no law against bears killing people here. Uh, but if you're, if you're in charge of the bear and the bear starts running up the street killing people or even go get a stroll, uh, you're probably taking the court for that and some level of responsibility is placed on you for the bear's actions uh, but no they don't arrest the bear and say bear you're hereby charged with murder they do not they probably just put it down they put it down there on the ground and they stick things into it until it's dead uh, without a trial and oh trial for the bear uh, but I can tell you you can be damn sure to Christ as hell that if you're the owner of the bear when it does that you're going to get tried and you'll have to say are you guilty or not guilty uh, of having a bear running around in the street and what do you think you can't be having it you can't have in a civilised society bears running around in the street out of control killing people oh no that's no way for a for a society to live into your head probably continue where I left off with the bear story uh, I was explaining before I got distracted by the little trivial issues of whether or not people should be responsible for bears killing people I was, so I was telling the story of Aloysius the bear who was walking around the street minding his own business unfortunately his business involved bear uh, involved a bear namely him uh, killing people and eating them and that's what he did he went up behind a man and said rarg rarg uh, just for effect because he'd seen I think uh, comic books you can't just go up and kill them you have to go rarg rarg and raise your claws up behind them in a threatening manner you could probably just wave your claws a bit and that would be just as effective if a bear came up to me and flopped its paws around so that I could see its claws uh, I think that would be just as frightening to me as him going rarr rarr and uh, spiking up his claws at me in fact I don't think I'd even need to see the claws the fact that there's a bear there I think would be enough uh, but no, no, uh, fair play to Aloysius, he put a bit of the dramatics into it, he didn't just, oh, he didn't just phone it in, uh, no, no, he did a bit of the rarrr, thing, and then he, uh, brought his, he brought his right claw and fist down on the man, and basically, uh, tore his head apart, uh, tore his head apart, uh, ripped it off, uh, put a, oh, he tore up a telegraph pole, a hollow metal telegraph pole, and stuck that into his neck opening and used that as a straw uh, to suck the I had a dream like this once except ironically it involves my bear Bowsy uh, I have a cat called Bowsy now but this was a bear who's uh, it's a brown a brown and white toy bear and in the dream uh, I'm using the bear to hide the 
uh, to hide the liquidised remains of two people who in the dream I've murdered and apparently I'm slowly sucking them out night by night until they're empty or something I think that's funny that should come up anyway uh, this bear uh, this bear I can tell you is in a completely different position to where Bowsy the toy bear was in that dream uh, he's not sitting in my wardrobe uh, being a receptacle for uh, I know what I mean uh, so anyway uh, the bear uh, finishes his finishes his little drink and then carries on up the street uh, I'm imagining a street now uh, the street I'm imagining is uh, the main street of Hollyhead in Wales with which you're not familiar but it's a bog standard uh, small town high street it has a Woolworths and it probably has a Boots by now the chemist and has all those sorts, all sorts of things it's slightly steep uh, he's got Going down the hill. I don't know why this is relevant. I just wanted to tell you what was in my mind's eye as I'm imagining this. Because uh, I know normally on a radio, a radio drama, uh, the drama, most of the drama is created in your head. Uh, but I thought we should sink her imaginations up now so you can imagine the same sort of street as I am. Because you might have been imagining something entirely different. You might have been imagining uh, Times Square at night with people queuing up to watch David Letterman in their anoraks and maybe some prostitutes roaming the streets uh, no no it's the main street in uh, the beautiful picturesque uh, Welsh seaside town uh, where the oh it's where you go if you get a car ferry from Dublin to Wales you get off a hollyhead and you're drunk by then because uh, in, the, in those days when I was in 15 or 16 we'd get a day, day return trip to Wales on the ferry because uh, you get pissed on the furry and then you wander around puking around Hollyhead for a couple of hours then you get back on the furry and you drink a bit more and then you get the train home and you'd have an hour to sober up and then you'd go home that would be your adventure that would be your big adventure it's probably in the middle of the school midterm break or something absolutely fucking fantastic anyway where was I? Hi this is Chad from the Onsug Network and when I travel virtually in the computer, I go into your head. Now boarding into your head, into your head. I've just put the ketchup on the last burrito. Oh, that's where I was. I was just starting today's episode of Into Your Head. I was trying to think of something to say. Couldn't think of anything, so I just thought I'd say once upon a time there was a bear. Uh, not the most original beginning, I know. Uh, people have been writing about bears since time immemorial, whatever that was. Oh, time immemorial. I have to look up what this means. Time immemorial. I hear this phrase a lot now in the media they'll say oh that hasn't happened since time immemorial let's have a look time immemorial uh, time immemorial is a phrase meaning time extending beyond the reach of memory exactly hasn't happened hasn't happened since the time when we can't remember whether or not it happened that's what they mean so I suppose it means since records began I suppose time immemorial is a more poetic way of saying that but you can't be going around talking in verse all the time you're not in a frigging uh, you're not in a frigging Dr. Seuss story I don't know if you're a Dr. Seuss story 
uh, you wouldn't be able to get anything done because it's Dr. Seuss stories are for children. Uh, so for a start, if we all lived in a Dr. Seuss story, you, you wouldn't be able to reproduce because that would involve doing things that you can't have in a children's story. Uh, so the world would soon die out, I can tell you. Uh, no, no, that's the sort of thing you shouldn't be. Uh, you shouldn't be putting that sort of world in a children's book, a world that's not sustainable by virtue of people not having sexual intercourse. Uh, no, no, same with Roald Dahl. There's absolutely no reproduction in Roald Dahl's book. Uh, we just assumed that Charlie... Uh, Charlie's parents and his grandparents all got together and created enough people between them to keep this, uh, to keep not only a chocolate factory but the whole world going uh, for the rest of time immemorial uh, without a single person having sexual intercourse. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. And they were setting the uh, what, the turkeys or forties or something, so there certainly wasn't any artificial insemination going on either. Uh, no, no, completely impractical, these books. That's why we've moved on to audio books now. Audio books are the way to go. Uh, you get out an audio book and you say, Hello, hello, Siri, read me an audio book. And Siri says, uh, No, uh, read your own audio book. That's a separate app. I want nothing to do with it. Uh, furthermore, you've only got an iPhone 4 and that doesn't have Siri uh, but try me on your iPad and I'll give you the same answer if I can understand you uh, so you get out your, uh, oh, you get out your uh, book, your audio book. Uh, incidentally, if you go to intoyourhead.com, scroll way down the right hand side of the page Sign up for a free trial offer with Audible in the United States. Uh, you get a free audiobook of your choice. Such as, for example, the one about the late dead Steve Jobs. And lots of other books to choose from. Uh, just do an all-risk free trial. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, Steve... Oh, no. I was talking about... Ah, bollocks. I was talking about... I was talking about... I was talking about, oh, uh, that's what it was. Uh, people living their lives like a verse, as a verse, with everything rhyming like in a fucking Dr. Seuss book. Uh, no, no, that's no way to live. You can't be going up to the, uh, that would make it. You'd be going up to the policeman and you'd be saying, hello, officer, uh, how can I help you, sir? And he'd say, uh, I accuse you here of being a drug user. And you'd have to say, uh, thank you, sir, unless you can think of some way that you can deny it without it not rhyming. Oh, no, that could be completely impractical. Uh, I suppose you could just have to, you just have to take the tits and I'll take the money and run with, that's the song as well. I'll take the money and run with you, you're one from Northern Ireland. <laughs> I'll take the money and run with you. I'll take the money and run with you. That's not really known abroad, I don't think. I think it's a local thing. Some woman about ten years ago did that. Uh, where was I anyway? Oh yes, the bear. The bear, the bear, the bear. Uh, once upon a time there was a bear. Uh, he was going up that street somewhere and he ripped someone's head off. And then they started running around further. And then some men turned up with guns. And they blasted him. Uh, blasted him to the other side of the Irish Sea. Uh, now that's... that's 
was just a saying, but the Irish Sea is quite narrow there at that point, so maybe that was possible. That's why the ferries go across there, because it's not far. There's a bit of Ireland jutting out, and a bit of uh, the British Isles jutting out towards Ireland, and you can have a relatively short sailing across with sufficient, uh, as long as you can figure out how to get to the terminal. Uh, you have to drive yourself to the ferry terminal, so the ferry terminals, they're fucking, they're always on the fucking coast, you can never get one inland, uh, so if you're living down in here, in the bog arse end of County Kildare, you're pretty much banjaxed, unless you want to get on a train, or a bus, or a car up to Dublin, or down to Rosslare, or over to Cork, I suppose, you get the Cork Swansea ferry, goes from Cork to Swansea, uh, Swansea's in England, if I remember rightly, or is it in France, I don't know, uh, you can go to France as well, or you could drive on the ferry over to England and then drive across England and then put your car on a train and go over to mainland Europe put your car on the back of a train uh, like it's being broken down or something. This is the way uh, Europe has it as a stout. They have us putting the, turning off our cars and putting them on the back of a train and going through a tunnel under the, uh, under the uh, what do you call it? The sea between England and France, the channel under the channel basically they're big enough to take their turn this thing to fucking Egypt now we can't call our chocolate chocolate we can't call our sausages sausages unless there's meat in them and we can't drive our own cars through a tunnel that we paid for going under the sea we have to put them on the back of a frigging trailer attached to a frigging uh, probably nuclear powered uh, train engine it probably has a happy smiley face on it like Thomas the Tank engine and then it goes off to Euro Disneyland I never being to the Euro Disneyland. I presume it's like any other Disneyland except it's in Euros. Everything's in you. They say, hello, your dollars are no good to us here. Although I suppose you could go into the bank there and uh, exchange them for the appropriate currency. Or is that a credit card? In which case it doesn't really matter. Uh, well, not yet. So you can push in the machine here and it'll take the appropriate amount of money at the appropriate exchange rate and then you can go off about your business uh, wait a minute, are you a bear? Uh, you're not welcome here. This place isn't suitable for bears. Uh, not that there's any particular rule about it. I suppose, in fairness now, we don't have any rules to say I'm not to let bears in. And I can tell you, I'm a man of the... I do everything by the letter, uh, by the words. So if there's nothing here that says I shouldn't let a bear in... And I'll just treat you the same as everything else. Just remember, you have to be less than this tall to go on the rides. Is that okay? Rargh. Why are you eating me? The end. You are listening to Into Your Head, a listener-supported podcast. Please visit intoyourhead.com slash tipjar. Do you ever shop at Amazon.com or Amazon UK? Get there through Neil's special Amazon links and Into Your Head gets a generous cut. Every time. Just visit intoyourhead.com slash offers every time you're about to buy anything on Amazon and follow the special Amazon links to start shopping. Now, uh, I think we'll leave the bear stuff for, uh, behind us for now permanently, if you don't mind. Because if you don't mind, I'm getting a bit sick of it. I wish I'd never started it. There's only so much you can say about a bear uh, that isn't, uh, oh, it's like fucking uh, crop.
Oh, it's like when you get one of them uh, pulp fiction writers and they say, Once upon a time there was a bear. Let's see what will happen now. Uh, give me a while to sleep on it. Oh, I know. The bear will start eating people and they'll all die. And then the bear will get caught and, and, and shot. And they'll all live happily ever after. How fucking original. Uh, no, no, I've known that. I'd much rather have a two cats walk into a bar story. They're a lot more unpredictable. Anyway, two cats walk into a bar. Uh, one of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter and waits to be served. The other cat sits down uh, in the lounge area, finds a comfortable sofa-like seat and sits down in it and starts uh, absent-mindedly uh, scratching the oh, scratching the table. Uh, scratching the table. Uh, that's where the problem starts. Because, uh, uh, oh, a lounge lady comes around and says, excuse Excuse me, young man, are you scratching my table? And the cat says, I don't know, I don't know. I'm doing it absent-mindedly and being an unsophisticated creature. Uh, I don't really have any understanding of absent-mindedness, so I don't really know. Uh, my conscious self has no idea what my subconscious self is doing, and I make no connections between what I see my claws doing right in front of me and the fact that I'm actually doing it. Uh, so... I'm very sorry if I'm causing any trouble, though it's uh, unintentional. Is there anything I can do to make up for it? And the woman says, yes, you can replace that table immediately. And the cat says, absolutely, consider it done. Uh, so the cat, uh, the cat removes the table and puts himself where the table was and puts some, uh, puts some beer mats on his back. And stands there for the rest of uh, the rest of the day, and the other cat, meanwhile, is up at the up at the bar counter. Uh, he says, "Hello, uh, can I have two pints of Guinness, please? Two pints of your finest Guinness." And the man behind the bar says, "What do you mean, our finest Guinness?" And the cat winks at him, and the barman says, "No, really, what do you mean?" And the cat said, "I know how these places work. You have two Guinness tops, and the regular loyal customers." Uh, they get the one from the better top and everyone else who's a one-time visitor girl gets fobbed off with the bad stuff and the man said, how dare you, sir? I don't know what kind of establishment you think you've come into, uh, but we're a proper we're a proper establishment. And the cat says, I don't think so, because I can see over there you're using my friend as a frigging table. Uh, if that's an upmarket establishment uh, where you treat cats as mere objects, mere uh, pieces pieces of the furniture rather than part of the family uh, that's not a place that can claim to be above the sort of thing I've just accused you of and the man says uh, well for one thing uh, part of the family or not part of the family that cat there is not part of my family he may be part of yours but he's not part of mine he's not even my cat uh, so let's not get carried away with just because someone said to you once oh you're a lovely cat you're part of the family that doesn't mean you're part of the family of every fucking stranger that you meet in the pub or everyone who uh, tries to serve you some Guinness in a fucking beer a fucking pub rather uh, so stop with the crap I can't believe I'm having this conversation with a cat uh, this isn't what I went to uh, catering college for uh, no no I thought I'd be I thought I'd have a I thought I'd have a Supermax franchise by now uh, with a complete with drive through and my own local version of the 
uh, my own local version of the all-day breakfast sandwich. I'd like to add in some fried bananas to it because they go great people. It's the best kept secret in the world, you know. A fried egg and fried banana and a sandwich. Uh, two foods that go great together and nobody seems to know about it. Uh, well, they're going to know about it now because there was mention on this podcast a few days ago and it's being mentioned now. In fact, the, the host of this podcast finish off, finished off a fried egg and fried banana sandwich on air during a show about a week ago. And uh, just after that, the listener numbers went up quite dramatically, incidentally. I don't know if it's got handy connection, uh, but either way, uh, no, I'm sorry I can't serve you uh, if you want to. You can take turns being the table with your friend there if you want to relieve him for a while. And the cat says, how dare you? I will not relieve my friend. Uh, we're both uh, we're both male cats. Uh, we're both normal male cats. And we don't need to be relieved by any other male cat. I'll have you know. Uh, stop, with your, uh, stop with your filthy crop. And the barman says, my filthy crop, you just cropped on the footpath outside and kicked a bit of, kicked a bit of tobacco ash over it. And the cat says, well, where do you think that tobacco ash came from? That was your customer standing around dropping tobacco ash everywhere like it's, oh, like it's the, the angels, uh, the angels fresh tears or something. It's not the angels fresh tears, even if there was, even if it was, it would still be unhygienic to have it lying around. No, I hope that you ever considers that. Tears are unhygienic. If you've tears, you shouldn't just let them fall onto the table in a restaurant or onto the ground. Uh, it's just as bad as leaving your stuff on the underside of a seat on the bus or cleaning out your earwax and wiping it on the windowsill. No, no, tears. Uh, it's just as bad as leaving your sweat lying around on a... Uh, on the trampoline in the freaking in the public exercise area so no 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 more tears let's get that as a phrase unless one of the shampoo shampoo companies is using it already let's say no to uh tear littering that's what i say anyway good morning help support this free podcast search for into your head in itunes click subscribe then rate and review the show to help it up the itunes charts for this and many more free ways you can help grow the show, visit intoyourhead.com free. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in today's program, email us at studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. What a load of crap. Good cat. Into your head.com.